Hello, everybody. This is Put Em On The Glass Podcast, and I'm your host, James. Hey, today we're going to have Alfredo Calva hang out with us, and uh, he's the GOAT. We have a few GOATs in this industry, and he's one of them. So uh, enjoy the show. Um, today's show is brought to you by the Pro Set Distributor, Drift Chris. Hit him up. Stay tuned at the end of the show for your information on how to get a hold of him. Thank you very much. Bye. All right, everybody. Today we have the Autoglass Goat. Uh, like I said <laughs> in the in the opening, uh, we have one of the goats of the industry. He is an inspiration. He is a hero of mine. I've looked up to him for a very long time, and I'm very fortunate to call him friend. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi. Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me. Uh, my name is Alfredo Calva, uh, the owner of Alfredo's Autoglass in Corona, California, and um, so I appreciate you inviting me to your show, man. I, I like to be part of everything that is positive in our industry, and I could uh, probably say that your, your show, your podcast, is, is something positive to our industry, so well, I'm blessed to be a part of it, man, so thank you for the invite. Well, thank you for being on. All right, so... Let's get the background and the Alfredo Calva Autoglass story. All right, man. So I'm going to share a story that a few close friends or a few close technicians know my story. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a story that it, it's sad, but at the end, um, it's, a, it's a wonderful story. So um, I'm living it right now. So um, I, I can start when... I was a child, man. I was a, a young kid, age of, from what I can remember, to the last time I saw my 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 dad was when I was four years old. He came and visited my grandma's house. So <clears throat> my my mom and and my dad pretty much left me with my with my um with my grandparents. Uh, this is at the age of around four years old, and. You know, when you're that little, you really don't know what's going on. I mean, you, you call one mom a mom, and then you have another mom, and then you call her, call her mom too, you know? So at that age, you really don't understand life. So, And there's a reason why I'm going this far back. So um, anyways, my grandparents took me over. I was raised <clears throat> kind of until I was seven years old, and then my grandparents came to the U.S. and um, they left me in Mexico with an aunt. And my aunt was very young. She's in her early 20s uh, with two children of her own. And now she got added a third child. And um, I'm seven, about to be eight. So um, I was was hardly kind of destroyed and, and heartbroken due to the fact that my first parents left me, you know, my second parents left me again, and who knows if I'm going to see them again or not. And so I was struggling, and thankfully, right before my grandma came to the U.S., uh, we went to a Christian church. Uh, she was Catholic before that, by the way, and then she, uh, part of her family uh, is Christian, so they invited us to a Christian church, so I went. And I made I made a relationship with 
with uh, with the Lord. And um, the second time where when my parents left me, um, not necessarily left me, but kind of did left me. I, understanding as a child is difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding why you couldn't go with them. Uh, but anyways, I, I I had a prayer with the Lord and said, you know, Lord, my parents don't want me, you know, they keep on leaving me. So <clears throat> from now on, you're going to be my dad, you know, you're going to be my father. And ever since uh, that time that I give that prayer to the Lord, I build up a relationship with, with, with God. And um, he's been my He's been stirring my life ever since. Um, so it, it got pretty tough in Mexico. Um, in Mexico, there's a lot of fightings going on, man. You know, you, you fight for whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. You, 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 the, the light turned green and you're not going. Someone's honking. You get out of your car and now all of a sudden a fight starts. And I mean it. Like, it's really, it, it really happens, man. I'm from Mexico City. And... Everything's just resolved with uh, with punches. Yep. So at an early age, I got into fights, and it never ends. You just you you, you beat a guy your size, and then the, before you know it, you have to beat up a guy that is a year older, two years, three years older than you. It just goes on. The uncle, the cousin, you know. So, anyways, the reason why I'm saying this is that I got into I got jumped um, when I was 11. Uh, it was pretty bad. And you know my face bruised up, my 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 my, my ribs, my everything. they even got me into the mud, man. So it was it was it was it was pretty crazy. And uh, an uncle of mine uh, happened to show up to my aunt's house, and he saw what was going on. He saw the situation, so he called my grandparents and said, "If you guys don't take care of this kid, I'm gonna take him. You guys will never get him again." You know, it's not, it's not fair that this is happening. You guys have been in the U.S. for almost four years now and have not, you know, taken with you. So anyways, thankfully, thank God, my, my grandma went back to Mexico. She had to do some paperwork. It took about a month for her to be able to bring me to the U.S. So finally brought me to the U.S. And I came to the U.S. when I was um, 11 years old. And... Um, it was a life changing for me. Uh, it was it was just beautiful, man. Like mm-hmm. coming from Mexico City to coming to Anaheim, California, I was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> I'm in heaven. <laughs> you know, you see these palm trees, you see the green grass, clean streets, and it, it's just it was just overwhelming. It was just amazing. So they put me into school. I finished uh, sixth grade. Um, and um, I was really good in math. So what, what the Lord blessed me with was with, you know, some uh, discipline, man. So I, I've been a um, part of my life, a straight-A student. Um, I like to be a, uh, I like to follow the rules. I like to listen to direction. And, um, you know, that I, I found out that that's something good in your life to have. You know, it gets you somewhere. Um, maybe I was looking for, I don't know, some sort of recognition or whatever, what I was looking for, but it was something that it, it was fulfilling for me to, at the end of the year, have a straight in, straight a card, you know, report. Um, so 
I've been blessed with that, and I've been doing that through through my life. And um, I also been blessed with sports. Um, I always been a, a runner my whole life, uh, short distance, long distance, and I've been very blessed that I was able to uh, win my first medal. Man, after my parents left, there was like a competition in the town that I lived for running uh, cross country, and. I, I took first place, man. I was yeah. competing with between seven and I believe nine years old, like two years up gap. And I took first place. And then, you know, I opened up my uh, PE teacher's eyes like, wow, this kid could run. So <laughs> um, I won my first medal at seven, second medal at eight. I got second place when I was um, nine. And then I went back to my first place. Um, so anyways, I was very blessed as a runner, man. And that, I felt like God gave that to me. Because like I said, he gave it to me, like, literally right after um, my parents uh, left me to come to USA, my grandparents. And mm -hmm. then, so I've been blessed with that. That's been something in my life that has helped me um, a lot. Like, it has helped me a ton in in what, what I become. Um, so when I came to the U.S., I was very good at math, and the kid that put they, they put next to me to translate and, and help me understand, um, I would help him uh, with math, and he would help me with with English. For some reason, I don't know why I think I think I don't know if it's true or not, but our math in Mexico is it's, it's a little bit advanced to the grade that we're in here in the USA. Mm -hmm. So that helped me. Uh, I was a little advanced, so at least I was able to ace one class, you know, and and math. You really don't need to learn to know a, lot, a whole lot of English to ace a class. So I got my teacher's attention and um, I got some of my friends' attention by running. So they every time that you know in, in school they they pick there's two captains and they pick kids who they want to be in their team. And I was I was one of the first ones. I was like, yay, this yeah. is cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even know me, and I'm I'm being picked here in MPE in in, um, in recess for sports. So uh, I thought that that was getting me somewhere, and then they did um, the run for um, for drugs against drugs. I don't know if you remember that campaign many many years ago. Uh, was it like and Dare? Dare, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I I ran like crazy. For me, I was like, dude, I was just like, whoa, this is. I mean, it, it was like less than a mile or close to a mile. Like, I could do this, no problem. I've been running three <laughs> miles, you know? Yeah. So um, I opened up a lot of eyes and made, a, made me a lot, of, a lot of friends by doing that. Um, and then I went to um, junior high. I struggled a little bit in junior high. I grew up in Anaheim. We call it Anaheim, but it's Anaheim. <laughs> there was just so much crime where I live. I grew up. Um, there was drive-bys. I live in the middle of like three gangs, so often um, it's funny, man. One time, I got I got stopped, and I was like, the kids like, "Where are you from?" I say, "Where are you from?" I was like, "I'm from over there," you know. I'm like barely speaking English, and the guy just started cracking up, man. He's like, keep asking me, "Where are you from?" "Where are you from?" I'm like Mexico. Like then this kids, kids, they I guess they caught on that my I had an accident in my English, so. It, they, they, instead of trying to be all tough and, um, you know, scary, 
they, they started smiling and laughing. Was like, go home, man, go home. You know, it was, it was, it was just, and it was it was scary, but funny at the same time. So, <clears throat> anyways, I had to struggle with that. But uh, by um, when I when I made it to junior high, um, I was blessed to have such an amazing teachers. They were like role models to me, and um, <clears throat> I. I got along with my teachers and my two of my teachers, they had anonymous, they had to pick you to go to a leader, leadership conference. And that was another blessing in my life. <clears throat> I went to a leadership conference and I just, just understand it's, I'm only like a year into the United States, a little over a year. So my English wasn't the best, but I was given the opportunity to these amazing places, you know, and uh, when I went to the leadership conference, it opened up my eyes like, wow, you could really be someone in the, in, in the USA. You know, like if you mm-hmm. go to school, you, um, you know, go to college and, you know, you pay attention to your teachers and you make the right choices, you could become someone and you have the opportunity to become someone. So that opened up my eyes, man. And and I was I was very pumped up. And another thing that, I, that pumped me up was that I broke. Uh, the mile record for for junior high that had to be broken like in 11 years or something. That's awesome. It was pretty awesome. They announced my name in the morning, you know, when they they get on the speaker and, oh, yeah, Alfredo Calva, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't even understanding what they were saying. Just my friend, oh, yeah, you did this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, because they don't tell you. I mean, the PE teacher didn't know at that time when, when I got my time. It was like, um, I can't remember. It was under six minutes. So, for, I mean, for for junior high, that was pretty fast. That was you know? fast, yeah. Yeah. So, that was very uh, motivating for me, and once again, it opened up a lot of doors for new friends. You know, when you start uh, accomplishing things and achieving things, you know, you also accomplish and, and gain some friends, good ones and bad ones. So. Um, that was a motivation for me in my life. Um, I I always strive to to be the best at whatever I'm doing, man. It was just I I don't know. I I like I said maybe I was looking for affection or whatever it was, or maybe God just put that in my in my heart in my life to be disciplined uh, and whatever I touch, I try to be the best at it. I don't um, know that so much that I mean. Obviously, your faith has a lot to do with it, and I'm not discounting that in any way. But coming from a you know, I didn't have, you know, the uh, parents leave me like you did, like two sets. I had my father that bounced, you know, yeah. and he was in and out. And I feel when you have that, you have this, you know, emptiness that you just want to prove that you're worthy of something. And yep, I think that's kind of what leads to this striving for greatness. At least it did for me. And, you know, I've fallen short in many stretches of my life. But I think that for me, having that feeling of unwantedness, I think it just is a, a motivator like none other. It really is, man. It pushes it pushes you to your limits, you know, how much mm-hmm. you could achieve. So I, I feel like that's that, that's my motor right there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so, I mean, moving forward to now I'm in high school. and Well, I started hanging around with the wrong people, man. I started hanging around with, 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 the, with the wannabes, with the gangsters. Mm-hmm. And one of my teachers told, told me in my face, uh, you're better than that. 
this this guy this guy was like a like a father to me, my math teacher, Mr. Lipick. And and then I was like, man, that that got to my to my to that got to my heart. And then I went home the same day. And then my grand my dad, I call him dad. He's my grandpa. I call him dad. He's mm-hmm. like a dad to me. And he's like, tell me who you hang around with, and I tell you who you are. And I just looked at myself, how I was trying to dress, and who I was hanging around with. I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing something wrong. Like <laughs> some of the people that love me, like they're telling me these things. So, anyways, about I don't know, maybe two to three weeks went by, maybe a month. I don't, I can't really remember. My teacher stopped talking to me, and it was my math teacher, man, like like my my favorite subject. And uh, he started talking to me. I would raise my hand. He wouldn't pick me anymore for answers, and I was like, man, I'm really feeling it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so he told me once again, you you are better than this operator. This is not for you. So anyways, I changed all of that. I stopped, I stopped dressing like a cholo. I would get to school and change my clothes from my, my homies would let me borrow their pants and, you know, I was I didn't feel good about myself doing that behind my parents. I was like, no, this is not this is not correct. Well, who am I? Who am, am I trying to be? Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I'm happy I let that go. I I, I went into uh, hanging around with my Asian friends. So for a, for a good for a good two years in junior high, I hanging around with uh, Asian and man, hanging around with Asian. Tell, let me tell you, I recommend that for a lot of kids, man, because they were in clubs. All straight A students doing sports. I even learned how to play tennis, and I became really good at tennis. You know, so there was a benefit uh, spending time with with uh, my, my my friend, my Asian friends, and uh, it opened up new doors. You know, I was in clubs now, and and and, and then I continued my sports, and that got me through junior high. Be doing break dancing. That also helped me. Yeah, keep, keep set me apart in um in in you know from from the troublemakers and you know, doing exercise and and practicing. Um, and then I went to high school, um, and I actually um moved out of my house, man, when I was fifteen and a half. Oh, so I lived on my own. Since I was 15 and a half, man. So I was about to be 16 years old. And I, I moved out of my grandparents. Um, and then I met my my oldest boy, mom. And we got together. We lived together. I had my first uh, son when I was 18. I did high school. I was I did uh, track and field and cross country all the way to 17. Um, you know, I started working when I was 15 and a half and, um, I had to support myself, you know, I wasn't getting a dime from my grandparents. So I had to work. Um, and that also helped me learn English. So I was a salesman. I was a salesman for the Orange County newspaper mm. and I you know I learned how to sell. So that, um, gave me some training, uh, towards later in my life. And then, Anyways, long story short, how I started in Auto Glass. I, my neighbor, uh, in the same apartment complex, was an Auto Glass guy, and <clears throat> they broke into my car. His name is Caesar, by the way. I haven't seen the guy in the longest time. Um, <clears throat> he, I hired him to um, to fix my my window. They broke into my car, and it was a, a Volkswagen Fox. I don't know if you ever got to work on one of those. Uh, no, no, I have it. 
very rare little car. They broke into my little vent glass, and so I hired him. I watched him do the whole workout. I was amazed. I was like, man, this is so cool. You got tools. <laughs> You're removing this door panel. You're doing all these things. Like, wow. Like, this is, I like it. So I told him, oh, man, this is really cool. And I watched him do the whole thing. I'm one of those customers, man, that's just there staring, watching, talking, mm-hmm. taking my customer's time. I mean, the technician's time, but I'm one of those. So I understand when customers are next to me wanting to see or just, you know, just watch mm-hmm. what you're doing, you know. Now they're going to do it. But, I mean, I, I ended up being one of those guys that ended up doing it. So um, I, my, um, so he, he, he's like, hey, in summer school, if you want to, <coughs> excuse me, if you want to give me a hand, you're more than welcome to. So I said, yeah, sure, why not? So um, I went with him in uh, one week in summer school. Um, and I don't know, man, it was just like a, a, a gift uh, to me, you know, to get introduced to Autoglass. And I I helped them. Uh, by the way, we, yeah, we used to stuff the windows into the into the vehicle mm-hmm. he didn't know any better you know yep. nobody knew better back in the days man so no. um we um he did trim um i don't remember all the primer that's too far back if we primer or not i wish i i doubt it uh but he taught me he, he showed me for the whole week and i was like so into it i was like man this is so cool you get to work on these cars i started working on cars since i was like 13 um, so I was very attracted to working on vehicles. Um, my, 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 what I was after in, in college, I did, I did about a year and a half. I was about to finish my, my fourth semester in college when I left college. So I did do college for two years almost. And my degree I was after it was either electrical engineering or, um, mechanical engineering. So I, I was, I was, you know, I was so interested on those fields. And and autoglass working on vehicles, it was very something very similar, you know, working with your hands and dismantling something and putting it back together, taking something apart and putting it back together. So I really, really enjoyed watching him work. I was like, man, this is cool. This is something definitely I could do myself. So um, my my first wife, I was married twice in my life. My first wife. Uh, brother had the exact same car, which I bought the first that, that other car that I got broken into. I bought it from him, from his from, from her family. So um, he got broken into with the same window because I remember I live in Anacrime, so yeah, yeah. there was a lot of break-ins right there. So I I told I told him, hey man, I'll fix it for you. So anyways, I went to the junkyard, I got the glass out, I came back, I installed the window on his car. And I was like, man, I think I could do this, you know, like <laughs> I, this might be something I could do. So another um, uh, yeah, break in school came through and I went with Caesar for another week and I, I kind of picked up the auto glass. And then I, 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 I left. Uh, I finished uh, high school. I went into uh, part time in, in college. So. <clears throat> I was into a forklift driver, so uh, I I also worked for FedEx. I did a little bit of FedEx for a while. I worked for FedEx, and then once again, I wanted to move my way up. I, I moved up my 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 way up all the way to data entry. Uh, self-taught, I, I I got a software, I got a used computer, and just learned how to do data entry. 
And then after that, um, I, I saw the potential of, of forklift driver, you know, they were getting paid pretty good rate, uh, rately for an hour. And mm-hmm. then I went, I went on into, um, being a forklift driver. And then I ended up, I can't remember if it was for course light or, or butt light, one or the other here in Anaheim. And, um, I was in a freezer. Uh, I would start work, I believe at 4am dude, it was freezing cold, <laughs> like freezing cold. And I was like, man, this is, this is pretty tough, you know? And then like a block away, um, there was an auto glass shop that had just opened and they're called auto glass. They're, they're not no longer business, but it was autoglass.com. And, um, so, um, I got my, my back window busted and I, I came in and I, I said, Hey, would you sell me the glass by itself? And they were like, um, you know, it's, it's not that easy to put a back window in, you know, like you need tools, you need the glue, you need all these things. I was like, yeah, I know. I, I, I know how to do auto glass. They're like, yeah, right. And of course <laughs> I, I, I'm young, you know, so it's yeah. like this kid, what did this kid know? Yeah. So anyways, they, they're like, okay, so if you really do know how to do auto glass, we have a, a Toyota Avalon with a broken door glass. Rear left. I, I never forget, man, my first car in that company. Uh, rear left. And I was like, they're like, if you really know how to do auto glass, if you put this window in, we'll give you the, the glass for free. Oh. I was like, sure. Yes. I was like, but I don't have any tools with me. I was just getting off for work. Remember, mm-hmm. I worked 4 a.m., so I got off early. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I went in the back. I, it took me like almost two hours, an hour and a half, two hours to put the window in, vacuum everything. They were like, man, you really know how to do auto glass. They're like, they offered me a job right there and there because they had just opened. They had no technicians. Yeah. I was literally the first technician they hire. So they paid me an extra 50 bucks more than what I was making in um, at the forklift driver. I was like, man, that's pretty good money, you mm-hmm. know, for doing auto glass. So I left um, uh, the forklift uh, job and went into auto glass. And um, the beauty about that shop, how it just got puts everything in life, man. So this company, um, um, whoever helped them open up the company knew how to do insurance work. So they were doing a lot of insurance work. So they got busy. And I don't know, if back in the days, you could waive your deductible, you know? Mm-hmm. So they were just waving deductibles left and right. They were just getting busy, busy. So a lot of te- they, they needed more, more technicians to help them with the work. So technicians came in, and I was watching them install. So I was picking, I was learning from this guy. I was learning from this other guy. I was like, no, that's a no. I'm not doing that. It was like, no. Like, <laughs> you know, so I learned the good and the bad, and I was just picking what I, what I, what I wanted to learn. And I'm one of those people that ask a lot of questions, man. I don't know. It gets unknown sometimes, but I'm one of those guys that I, so I recommend it for the guys that are starting, ask a lot of questions, you know. Um, don't be annoying, but ask a lot of questions. So I would ask a lot of questions to the guys that would come in. How do you put the molding? What type of molding? All these questions, you know, mm-hmm. um, how do you set the glass? And then, um, I, I just picked it up, man. I ended up being like the manager of that store and they hire more people and I, I learned how to answer the phones. I learned a little bit how to build insurance companies and, um, I, I, I pretty much learned 
how to run a business, you know? Mm-hmm. There was times that I was in charge of the of the business uh, all by myself. Uh, but in those years, I worked for this company for two years. In those two years, man, I was, they used to make fun of me, Max. I used to take about two, two, two and a half hours to do a job, sometimes even three hours on a difficult job. So they used to make fun of me. It's like, man, this guy takes forever to, <laughs> to do a job. But you know what? I was doing it like to the best of my abilities without scratching the car, saving the clips and making sure that the molding fit nice and and um, removing all the parts. I started removing cowlings and I, I, I got good at it. Like people were like, man, he he might take forever, but he does a pretty decent job, you know. Mm-hmm. So after two years, I asked uh, for a race to the company since I've been there for a while. And they were like, no, we can't really give you a raise, you know, and, and um, they just give me the runaround. So I got really sad. I was like, man, I've been working for you guys for a, lot, a, lo- a long time. Like, come on, you know, like, it, it's, 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 it's fair to get a raise. And the guys that were coming in were making like 150 to, two, to $250 more a week than me. I was like, Whoa. okay, I'm running this show. And these guys are making a ton of money. Like, come on. Like, you know, they're almost making twice what I'm making. So, um, you know, give me uh, give me, give me, me a raise. Anyways, they didn't give me a raise. So that pushed me to go on my own, man. So I I bought myself a, a, a little 4 Ranger, 1992 4 Ranger. And um, I bought myself some. I had, like, maybe, I don't know, like 3,500. Um, I borrowed, like, a, a grant from my... A thousand bucks for my mother-in-law, and then I had like twenty-five hundred saved up. And it's good to save, guys. It's, it is very <laughs> good to save some money. It is really good to save to have some money aside. So I invested it. I bought uh, the basics, man. I got a, a stand, a toolbox, a, a few hand tools. Back in the days, for those that know Samaka, Samaka. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Samaka, summer Samaka. Yeah, it's a somewhere near. Yep. And I, I went and bought my tools. I made good friends with the uh, people that are in the front desk. And anyways, I bought my tools, man. I went on my own and I was a contractor. So <clears throat> I would go and, and tell these companies, you know, hey, if you need and if you need a piece work, give me a call. You know, like I, I, I don't have comebacks, you know, and if I do, they're very, very, very minimal. Um, so I build up a reputation, man. I build up a reputation um, around people that know me that know me for many years uh they know what what you know the hard work that i put in to become um a good technician a decent technician um you know um so i ended up doing contract work for this big company called mobile autoglass central ally in uh san francisco uh luisa big shout out to luisa um they they believe in me they gave me um, a ton of work and it was mostly insurance and what really helped me once I started doing contract work for this company that man about 90% of the vehicles that they had were like high end cars you know like expensive cars so that gave me like even more um, experience working on these high end cars so I, I started working on all kind, kinds of, you know, a hundred and plus thousand dollar cars. And yeah, I would take two and a half, three hours, but 
for that type of work, you know, those type of cars, it was okay. You yeah. know, like it wasn't a big deal. So um, I I built up a good um, customers because I, I they I was a contractor, so I could have my own customers. So I built up my own customers and I I did contract work for this company for man, I don't know, seven, eight years. Uh, but something big happened in my life um, at age of 23 years old, man. So I was involved. I was, we were celebrating Thanksgiving at my mom's house. Uh, on our way back, um, I'm driving my vehicle. Um, and it was, a, it was a, a vehicle that is not, into, now that I know Autoglass, not, not safe. Um, but I mean... I don't know, man. I, I I just have hard feelings towards this gig. It was a a, a Land Rover Discovery, mm-hmm. a little lifted. So we're coming back from Thanksgiving. Thank God I I I, I, I I'm not a drinker, so I didn't have a drop of alcohol on me. Otherwise, I would have been in big big trouble. So I'm driving back um, from Thanksgiving, and I have I had my wife and my three children two boys and my and, uh, and uh, my daughter driving back man and then there was this car pulled over to the shoulder sticking out um on the shoulder and i'm driving up i'm coming down the the bridge and i see this car and um i turn the wheel to avoid the car and my car just flipped and flipped and flipped oh. and in that accident, man, I lost my wife and two children. So oh, I was no. I was devastated. I was heartbroken. Um, it was just unreal. Like I could not cope to reality that this had happened. Like it was just like a like a nightmare, man. Like a bad dream. And oh fuck. And that <clears throat> that really hurt my he just hurt my life man and um i could you know if i didn't have the relationship that i had with god in my in my heart in my life man i would have probably taken my life i i thought about it uh numerous of times like um first of all i i I didn't want to drive again um and and then I did start driving, and the moment that I started driving, I mean, it took me months, man, to to get to mentally be back again. I I thought of, I, I drove to the same place uh, where where it happened. Um, my my boy next to me, uh, who survived the accident, uh, Freddie, my oldest son, was right next to me. Um, when I was driving through the same place a few months after, and I it went through my mind like. Just take out your seatbelt and turn the wheel, and you'll be on their on your way to go to to go see them. And then, um, something in my heart, I I I I think it's God talking to me. You know, having this relationship with Him, and um, He literally told me, "Turn to your right," and I turned to my right. Like, what do you mean, turn to your right? Like, what is this happening? You know, like, mm-hmm. what is this going to what's what's going to happen? I turn to the right, and I see my son, man, sitting on the front seat. And he tells me in my heart, like, he needs you, and you need him. So your your purpose in life is not is not over here yet, you know. There's a purpose that you're you're here, and um, 
so um, I just like started crying and yeah. drove, drove back home and, and thought about things and uh, that kind of helped me to get back on my feet and of course the support of my family so <clears throat> this is how God is so powerful man like how this how things like this happen so a year before this accident happened my my real mom called me and from Mexico and she's like you know I, I have I've been having a hard time going through life knowing that I left you and everything that you've gone through I want to say sorry to you. So she actually came to the U.S. and brought her whole family one year prior to my accident. So, um, by the way, I bought my house, my first house when I was 21. Woo. So they moved in. Yeah, really young, man. I started working young. So they moved into my house. They were living with me. And going through this accident, um, I don't know, man. It would, my life would have been different if God wouldn't have put my life, my mom back in my life again. So I had my mom back in, in my life again. I had that motherly love that, you know, that it, it's a blessing to have. So I had the support from her and, and, and my my brothers and sisters that she later had. And um, so after driving that, that night back home and, and, and having that feeling in my heart, like kind of helped me get back to my feet. Um, so by this time I had a crew, so I had uh, three trucks running. I had uh, three guys working for me. And, you know, we were doing anywhere between 20 to 30 jobs a day. So I was busy. Yeah, very busy. Um, Very busy. So um, Autoglass was like something very important in my life as well. So, you know, like in the book of Job, you know, he took everything away from him and and then he gave it multiplied to him. I feel like uh, I'm like when uh, uh, some similar story, you know, mm-hmm. um, the book of Job. And so I was still doing my autobots. That helped me a ton. So I, I went back installing and I started, um, by the way, thank you to everyone here in the Southern California or wherever they, they were at and helped me and donated for the funeral cost and all that. I'm very thankful for people's support, and um, that was that was very nice. And um, so I went on with, uh, you know, continue my life. I went back into Autoglass, and then that's when economy took a dump, 2007. And I was still busy. We were still busy, but I had a different perspective on life yeah. after my accident was, like, enjoy your time here on Earth, you know, enjoy the time with, with your loved ones it's not all about work because man i was working hours bro i was working like 14 hour days i was like i was hustling you were grinding no i was grinding 16 hour days working saturdays sometimes working sundays and i didn't feel good about working sundays because like uh, going to church and then having to come back and work and it was just like you had to take some time off but anyways i was a workaholic and it, it took a uh, um, a turnaround, a U-turn in my life. I was like, nope, got to go back and you know, just just enjoy life, spend time with with my with my with my son Freddie. So, Freddie was a big uh, motivation in my life, man. Like having my son, and at that time, I was like, I'm never gonna get married again. I'm soon to dedicate my my time and money with my son, and I started traveling with him. We started going to places, different states, and just driving, you know, just me and him. Yeah. And 
had the business running. And then something, you know, amazing happened in my life. Um, I, I met my, my, my wife, my, my wife that I'm married to now. Um, and there was times that I wasn't able to pick up Freddie on time from school. And, and it, my mom started working for Wendy's and then my wife, she was the manager at Wendy's. So they were like friends. And then I would come and say hi to my mom. And then my mom would try to get me to talking to her. <laughs> and then my, my, my wife said that it was like love first sight. Like she would see me and get all nervous because my mom would make her all nervous. Like, Hey, go talk to my son yeah, and go, this and that. And, go talk to Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. She would get all nervous, go in the back office. And, and then my mom was like, come out and say hi. Anyways, it was, it was really neat. Uh, how we started our relationship, me and my wife, and very blessed. So anyways, uh, she started the very first time that kind of we got closer was when um, we needed a babysitter. And my mom had already asked a few, quite a few times to get up a little early to go pick up my son from school because I was doing mobile. Mm -hmm. I live in Corona, and I had to travel all the way to Orange County. And it's far, you know, like traffic got bad. Uh, that's when start, traffic got, started getting crazy. But anyways, my wife uh, went pick up my 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 uh, my son from school, and that day, man, my son came came back with uh, with a smile. With uh, her, his eyes were shining again. Like what happened? It's like oh, Susan uh, took me to the park. She was playing with me, and uh, my son was very he's very quiet. So he, for, for me to see that, it was like, man, that's amazing. You know, thank you so much. And, and then it happened again. She took care of my son again because I was running late and she was getting off like right around that time. She, she, she went and, and took my, my son and, and we started a friendship. From there, we started a friendship. And then um, a year later, uh, actually, yeah, close to a year later, I asked her to, to marry me. And uh, we got married, and now we're blessed uh, with three more children. So now we have a total of four children. And um, she took on my son and um, treated him as her own. Uh, she raised him since he was six years old. And now he's 20, he's 20, so about to be 22 years old, man. So um, we're very blessed that God gave me a wife that, that loved my son as her own. And a lot of people actually don't even know that that's not her. They, I, only because he's older and, you know, she, she's young and my, and my wife is white, you know. So <laughs> he's, my, he's brown. Like, how? What happened? You know? So they, 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 sometimes people do ask, wait, that's your son? Like, no. Well, yeah. I mean, so we talk, my mom's uh -huh. paper white and my dad was uh, African-American. So I'm I'm pretty white myself. So it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. You know, it, it, ju happen, it just huh? depends. <laughs> like, yeah, my dad was African-American and uh, my mom is paper white. So it, uh, you know. I would have never known. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Yep. yeah. So it could happen. It could. It could really happen. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So when, when we, uh, our first year of marriage, then, uh, I know we were still going out. I can't even remember the first, the year that, uh, uh, Sima and out of last week happened in Las Vegas. And I told her, let's go. I want to, I want to go. Like, this is so interesting to me. So that was actually my first year attending the out of last week. And when I, when I saw these guys installing, 
I was like, whoa, where have I been under a rock? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, these guys are professionals. Like, man, like, I thought I was doing good. I was like, man, there's still a lot to learn. So I got involved. I, 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 um, I wanted, as, as soon as they, I saw that, I was like, how can I become that? Yeah. How, how did I learn how to be like that? So, I seeked out the other glass safety cancel and I wanted to get certified. And then obviously Jaime Mendoza, another mentor in my life, uh, trained me and, you know, got certified with, with Dow Essex, I think yeah. back in the days. Yeah. And, um, anyways, um, that was, that was a game changer for me right there. Going to auto glass week. That's why I recommend it so much, man. Like it helped my career it helped my business it helped my family it helped my life uh by showing up to this event you know so ever since I, the first time that i said i said my goal is to one day compete you know get myself prepared and 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 go compete and i did it man and like what i i think it was only like two years 2013 i went to florida all by myself and i i made my my mom my made my own car seats and my covers and I, I went on and, and competed uh, for the first time and I remember I bought the Python uh, and I only used it like for a week before I went to the competition <laughs> so I recommend anyone competing do not come and compete with a tool that you just barely started using it is not going to be a good ending uh, no so no <laughs> I, dude it, it keeps I, I couldn't get, I couldn't even get it started like at the beginning like I was all nervous like oh yeah I have to poke it through go around the outside and it was just nerve wracking and um, anyways I remember I, I came like in 13 place man like I was way according to the points yeah I wasn't I wasn't the last one that's for sure but I was way back there I was like man I still have a lot to learn so. I went on 2014, 2015, and then finally 2016, man, I took the gold for the first time. And so after after the first time, the other three times that I competed, I was in the finals every single time. Like that's how much discipline, that's how much hard work I put into it to like to be the best. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the Autoglass um, University with Bob and then um, like, but I had already competed, you know, like I had mm -hmm. to like, like learn and seek out to, to gain as much knowledge as possible. And just remember though, when I was competing, man, not to like, I was competing with these big dogs, like the, you know, like shops that had like 80 shops or plus like glass pro. Yeah. Then, yeah. Like I was competing with these guys that man, they, They've been doing it professionally for many years, and and they had, you know, people like Jeff Olive to to train them. And I was like, man, I really like if I really want to win this, like I really got to do something different. I really got to set myself apart, you know, and and, and and like like be natural and just like it wasn't easy. So uh, Joe Strada, which is now the uh, the judge, you know, like I was competing with these guys that know their stuff, you know. Like, oh yeah, it was really. It was it was very competitive, uh, but you know, glory to God, man! I was able to to take first place, and 
that was a very big achievement in my in my life like as as a person you know like in, in your trade that you you could be called the world's best um but it it did took a lot of hard work a lot of sacrifice uh money invested in in schooling and learning um and and not only that buying tools you know like mm-hmm. not, now have a collection of tools you know like yeah. i tried everything i was like what if I use this? What if I use that? You know, yeah, like I, yeah. I, I tried all kinds of different things, man, all kinds of different tools. So now I have a ton of tools and I love tools, by the way. Mm, me too. I, I'm one of those guys that actually like save the tips that, that I get and, and actually buy a tool. Like I would seriously do that. Like, oh, okay, I got a tip here for 50 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred bucks. I'm going to put it aside and then buy this tool that I've been wanting to buy, you know? Yeah. So... I have a ton of tools, man. Um, and then, and then I, I, I was like, okay, I, I had the, re- the replacement now. So now I'm going to go into the repair now. So I went out and competed in 2017 and then I got second place, man. First time <laughs> competing. Like, like, wow, this is really cool. You know, I'm yeah. very close. Like I want to win both, you know, like yeah. I, I want to win both. So, um, I went on and, and competed the um, – oh, in that year, um, uh, her name is uh, – oh, let me remember her name. Uh, Suzanne. Yep. Suzanne. Bro, she she brought the level up. Yeah. Repair, yeah. I got to say, she brought that level up, like, to the top. I think That's Cody like Allen's wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. One of the first – persons to to get a perfect score mm-hmm. like how do you do that you know <laughs> like what yeah is there such a thing but anyways i learned actually i learned from her i um like like she was very like a perfectionist like you know like mm-hmm. it was very nice to learn from her so um finally i went back again and then uh things got i i took first place for the repair so now I had under my belt first place and, and, and on replacement and then first place on repair. But I have to say, man, when you're going to these competitions, it's not so much the reward of saying, oh, I'm world's best uh, technician. It's everything that leads you up to the competition that all you have to learn, all the books that you have to read, um, all this material that you, you, know, you come across that, oh, this might help me. It's all the knowledge you learn by by competing because you when you compete you, you want to you know be up there you know want to be the best and the only oh, way yeah. it's by having the the knowledge and the skills you know mm-hmm. so so I, I think that is and the biggest rewarding that you get out, out of the comp- competing man is just all the knowledge you learn all the people that you meet in the competitions uh, it opens up a lot of doors you know like I was able to work with Equalizer. And now, you know, I'm able to be the instructor for the Adobas Academy, the Adobas University. And I, I'm, I, I also been able to actually teach my own in my shop. So it opened up a lot of doors. You know, I had people come from, um, man, uh, Thailand, uh, Mexico, Canada, uh, and all over the United States for me to train them at my shop, you know. And it, it was it's just a blessing uh, to to teach something that I learned and benefited my career and now to know that there's other technicians that are striving to to be the best they can to 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 save lives you know like yeah because what we do save people's lives man, yeah it does know, like, 
Like it, it really, really does. So if we do a, a safe installation, you could save someone's life or, or at least avoid from them, you know, be disabled, you know, or, you know. So, so anyways. Uh, no, I don't mean to cut ahead. you off real quick, but I want to yeah. interject everybody. Uh, Alfredo does a lot of this charge free. And let me explain. Cody Allen gave me the entrance to the Tech Olympics when he explained to me what they were. 19 I went, and that's where I met you, Alfredo. And I, you know, missed the finals. I had some. But then I cold called you because I watched your YouTube videos out of nowhere. I did some research, found your phone number, like stalkerish, you know. And then, like, uh, I cold called you, and you walked me through and helped me understand (laughs) what parts that I did – so that way, when I went into Orlando, I was able to take third place. And then I heard in 22, Alfredo's coming back. <laughs> and all I wanted to do was beat you, man. I was in the same heat as you. I was like, I'm going after him. This is what's up. And then I dropped the ball, man. Like, I didn't get into the finals. But, dude, you you're such an inspiration and you do a lot of this stuff for free and i thank you for that so get back to your story man sorry i had to interject there oh no 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 problem at all man so now that you you touch about uh well i'll talk about my youtube channel but so anyways i'm in 2022 uh we're in in lake tahoe family vacation with with my family and then I, I'm I'm like thinking about the competition. I was like, why am I thinking about the competition? Like, what is this happening? You know, <laughs> and and I um, I I started telling my wife and my kids, and they're like, wait, what? You really wanted that? Like, why are you going back again? And I was like, guys, like, I don't know. God put it in my heart. Like, God put it in my heart. Like, go compete. You're not, you're you're not you're, you're not only going to compete for one. You're gonna compete for both, and you're gonna win them. I was like, "Wow! Like this, this is like this is coming from deeper in my heart. Like this is coming from up top." So, I gotta listen. And then my wife was like, "Nah, if you really want to do that, what if you lose? You know, they're gonna take away that you're the champion. Like at least retired champion, you know? Like." And then I was like, "But you know, God is talking to me. Like I, I have, he, he spoke to me. Like I, I should go. I should go." And anyways, I called. And that was like the last day. Like it, it, it was just one of those stories, man. And then uh, I, I, I spoke to Jaime Mendoza, which has also, like I said before, been such an inspiration and uh, like a mentor to me. I told Jaime, 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 I want to compete. It's like, really, Alfred? You're coming back to compete? I was like, yeah. And he's like, are you sure? Like, yeah, yeah, I want to go back and compete. Can you get me in? Can you get me in? like let me see what i can do i I think we have one spot open still so anyways made a few phone calls it happened and i got i was able to register uh and i called shiloh uh another uh you know another such a good friend man uh Mm -hmm. see this is what happens out of us man you start to meet all these amazing people and if you have a question a technical question you could just ask them or you you're you're exposed to the new things that come out it's just a blessing man but it anyways is. it it really is i i contacted shiloh it's like shiloh can you get me in it's like wait you're you're competing alfredo i was like yes yes i want to compete They're like sure like we'll, we'll, we'll get you in so anyways they were able to get me in into the repair competition as well and then 
I went into the competition and I, I, I felt very confident, man. Like, God put that in my heart. Like, you know, like, you're here. I, I'm sending you for a reason. And and I I had that affirmation. Like, you're going to win it. Like, you're going to yeah. take it. So I was like, it, it, felt, it felt good coming in. So when I went through um, the first heat, dude, I, I just felt... I just feel good. I, I, I feel like, like natural, you know, like yeah. I've been here before. Yep. I've been here many years already. Like I know what you have to do, you know, like I, I'm one of those guys that I could say, like, I probably say I do it every day, man. I take care of my customers every single job that I do. doesn't matter what year, make them all it is. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, that's the, that's the competition car, you know? So in the competition, thanks God, it, it went smooth. I was very happy with my installation. Um, I didn't, this, this was like the, the the first year that I did not come with all my tools. Like every year, it was like every single tool I got to have it. What if there's a rivet? What if there's, <laughs> there's a clip? What if there's this thing that we have to do? So I would, I would bring everything, man. One, one time when we went to Reno, I, I took my van. I, I took my toolbox, my actual shop toolbox, loaded up in a trailer, and it was it was like dude like I, I i i was going overboard so i said no like i don't need all that i know every year it's just like simple like i i'm, I'm not gonna overwhelm myself thinking about every single tool damn uh you name it you know mm-hmm. like even zip ties when do you ever use zip ties? why are you bringing zip ties you know, like <laughs> just crazy things man what if i need one you know yeah. there's all kinds of things man but anyways, I went to the competition. I first he went went amazing. Uh, same thing with the windshield repair. It, it it went really really like really smooth. Um, and then um, on the on the on the uh, on the finals, um, uh, the 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 you know the proctor that they give you uh-huh. like um, I would talk to him like he will back up. And he's like, no, 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 come on, man. Come yeah, on. I yeah, need to yeah. talk to you. I yeah. need to talk to you. I need, I, I need you to, to hear. score my points. Yeah. I need to hear. So yeah. um, I called them up and I, I, I you know, I, I made good customer service with them, talked to them very friendly, as you should in the competition. And then um, uh, also what helped me, man, I, I feel like is that I've been helping for the guys who have competed in the past. Like they would call me, hey, Alfredo, like how, you know, like, can you help me here? I'm going to compete. And then me telling them over the phone, like, this is what you got to do. I feel like I was training myself at the same time, you know, like I was just repeating what I should be doing. So it, it even helped me even more when mm-hmm. I was competing. Like, this is what you should be doing at this time. This is what you got to show the customer. This is what you got to say to the customer. This is the procedure you got to do right at this moment. Mm-hmm. By this time, you should have this already done. By this time, this and this, you're going to, uh, set it by yourself for this like like it, it was it was much smoother uh this last competition than the very first ones i feel like we overwhelm ourselves on on such a high expectation when all you got to do man is just do what you do every day just go there and if you do this every day then everything will just flow naturally like if you do miss something it's because there's a natural thing that you would normally miss you know it's mm-hmm. no big deal uh but at least you score the other points that you you're supposed to yeah, and um, I felt comfortable this year, um, extremely comfortable coming in. I mean, San Antonio was a letdown, and you know I thought about it every fucking day. I didn't leave my ma- <laughs> it didn't leave me, man. But like I really did want to do this, and I got there, and I felt 
different than myself all week, but every time I got on the floor, I felt comfortable, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, with the proctors, then with the vehicle, then, you know, just making sure that in my head, my checklist was smooth. And, you know, going back to what you were saying of helping those guys, I'm one of the guys you helped. And, you know, it took me four years to win it, but then I finally won it. And without everybody's help throughout the years, I never would have won it. You don't do this alone, you know, from the support of my wife, from talking to you to talking to my coworkers, to my coworkers judging me when I had a spreadsheet that I made for the checklist for the points, you know, and talking Uh to the industry, everybody in the industry that I talked to, um, just helping and you don't do this alone, but I, I felt good this year and obviously the results is what the results is, but I would have been happy with no matter how it finished up. Yeah, you feel good about yourself regardless. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, there's a blessing, man. And, you know, like, it, it's nice to recognize the people that help you along the way, you mm-hmm. know. It, it's nice because they, they put their time into it, you know, to help you become, like, uh, what, what you are. And give them credit is important. So yeah. it, it, it is nice, man, to in this industry, you know, to to be there for one another, man. Like, we we do this all together you know it's not about who does the better it's just about living a good life doing this the same thing that we're all doing you know yeah and we're all connected everybody in this industry is connected and i've not i've not ran across one other installer who has been like nah i ain't got time to talk to you or you know i offer a suggestion they're like oh well i don't need your help and or it's like hey man can you help me with this i've not ran across anybody who's been like no no, don't worry about it, dude. I don't need your help. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're very open-minded, which I like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, well, man, I um, let me see. About my YouTube video, yeah, really yeah, quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. my YouTube channel. Um, thank, I'm thankful for all my subscribers. I'm thankful for everybody that supported me uh, in the time that I was uh, very active on my channel. I'm not as active as I used to be now. I don't have as much time and a lot of things went on. You know, at, at the same time, sometimes you, 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 you have some haters, you know, when, when you're <laughs> yeah. the light, when you're the light and you're doing it in a good way, you're going to attract some haters, man. And unfortunately that did happen to me uh, a few years back, but thank God, uh, lots of prayer for my family, my church, it, it, it went away and I'm very, very happy for that. But, um, I just want to put people out there, you know, be, don't let it get to you. Don't let it affect you. It actually did affect me and affected me for a while. And it just came out of nowhere. Um, I felt me and my family, like it's a tryout, you know, like, like I, I mean, what am I doing wrong? Like when I, when I started my YouTube channel, it wasn't for me like be popular. Like it wasn't a thing back then about you know being a uh, uh, what's it called an influencer. You know, like yes, I, yep. you see my you see my first videos. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to show off. Like I'm I I did my YouTube channel to uh, first of all to inform my customers locally. Like when I did YouTube, I was targeting california or I, I mean corona area like around where i where i work i never thought like oh yeah <laughs> people from thailand are going to be watching my youtube my videos you know like it, uh-huh. that didn't 
it didn't cross my mind when I started doing my YouTube channel. So for me, it was some like a tool to show my customers, hey, this is if you choose Alfredo's Auto Glass, this is what you're gonna get, you know. Mm-hmm. And and at the same time, giving back from me learning in the Auto Glass Week with Auto Glass Safety Council, from me learning the knowledge that I have. Now I wanted to share it with other people, you know, like the importance, you know, like, hey, we could save people's lives if we do this installation right. You know, like there's there's a and see, nobody taught me prior to this. So now it's like, man, this is a tool that I could share with my fellow technicians on how to do it right. You know? Yeah. And of course, a lot of people are like, oh, you're a fake. You just do it for the channel. You just do it for the, you know, uh, to, you know, to show off whatever. But no, man, I, that's, that was not my purpose. And, um, so first I started doing, um, for my locals and then it, it I got their response, you know, mm-hmm. from Europe, like I said, from Brazil, from you name it all over the world. Like the comments so positive. I was so pumped up. I was like, man, I'm going to keep making more videos, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I started helping other companies, uh, with their tools. And then when a spider, Big shout out to Spider Man WRD. Mm-hmm. They like they, they believe in me. It's like hey, mm-hmm. we, came, we came up with this tool. You'll be the first one to to have this tool in, in the United States. You know, like do you want to try our tool? And if you like it, uh, you can make a video. If not, just return it. You know, no problem. We'll keep it. And then I was like, sure, like what an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So they they sent me the tool, and um, I was having a little hard time. Like, how do you use this? You know, I don't have much experience using this tool. You know, mm-hmm. but anyways, I caught on to the tool. I, I made a video, and I built up a, such an amazing relationship with um, with Robert from WRD, and we're very good friends. And he supported my channel, and I thank for 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 the being supportive. And he sent me a couple of tools, which I'm so grateful for. He didn't have to do that, but he was grateful and and you know hooked me up with tools, man. And whatever I need, he sends it over. So I'm 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 very happy for that friendship. Not only because he gives me what I need, no, it's not for that, but having that friendship that they believed in me, and I was able to help a company being known worldwide, you know, mm-hmm. and they tell me and then they're grateful for that. So that was, that was a rewarding thing that I was able, even if it's a little piece, I was able to be a part of that. You yes, know? absolutely. So, so now my channel is, is it's, it's, I, I have a, I'm, I'm very happy with my channel. I'm, I'm planning to go back and be more active. I always say that, but it's just, my business has grown so much, man, that I, I feel so blessed. Like my shop is literally, you know, like five minutes away from my home and I don't advertise. Um, my, my customers advertise for me and I feel like I'm in that, um, uh, in that point where I'm enjoying my business. I'm able to take the time off when I need to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it sustains, it gives me, uh, a, a, a very decent life to live and provide for my family and kids. So those guys that are starting to do auto glass, Please know it's it. This might be not be easy at the beginning, but if you do things right and you set yourself apart by doing quality installation over quantity, um, it'll get you somewhere. It might take some time, but eventually you'll get there, and your customers are going to be advertising for you instead of you advertising for yourself. People are going to be advertising for you for the quality of work that you have established, and of course, gotta have a good good customer service. We're not perfect, so when something does go wrong, you know, be be there. Just how you were so eager to get the customer, be so eager to take care of your customer, you know. That speaks highly 
of you uh, when you take every customer. So, um, so yeah, man. So now um, I have accomplished uh, beautiful things and uh, I live a happy life thanks to this auto glass industry, man. And whatever I could give back to the industry, I try to. And, um, you know, I keep moving forward, man. Yeah. You never stop learning. You There's do not. Numbers. You never you stop learning. The the no. Go back to the haters thing, because I imagine we all will at some point deal with that. And, you know, it's easy for people to say to, oh, ignore the haters, and it doesn't matter what you do. Some people are just going to be like that. But it doesn't stop your feelings from getting hurt. And I get that, you yeah. know, everybody's like, oh, well, fuck them. Don't listen to them. It's it's easy to say that, but hard to do. Um, it really is. And I know that, you know, I don't have the recognition or the platform that you carry. So my the little bit of hate I will receive is nothing from this little podcast with what you have going on to your YouTube channel, which I'm extremely proud of you, by the way. That YouTube Thank channel, you. how many followers do you have? Like 20,000 or something? I wish, no, 80,000. Oh. But I had I had my first million uh, views, so that, that was that was a, what's it called? Limestone? No. Uh, uh, stepping, something with stone. I forgot mm, what saying is. Eh, stepping, no. Eh, it, you know what I a mean? A landmark. You know, it was, it's a landmark it's for you. Landmark. Yeah, there you go. But, yep. like, if we're in this industry and we're all community – and you're not proud of Alfredo for what he's done on YouTube alone and bringing the message, then you're just, you're stuck in a spot. You have to be open-minded because what you've done and, you know, a million views, a million people have seen how to do this job correctly, whether it be a customer or it be another technician or just your everyday person that's searching YouTube, want to see something, they have gotten the knowledge from your videos. So I... It's it's hard to listen to those people, not listen to those people, but I'm very proud of you, brother, and I'm very fortunate to get to be know you, to know you, and be able to call you my friend. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah. You're doing something good, man. I, I like what you're doing for industry. Like I said, you're doing something very positive, bringing bringing positiveness to our industry, and I love that. You know, I'm happy to see someone doing it. Well, thank and you. Then, and, and it's you, man, a friend of mine. So <laughs> proud to be your friend too, man. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for being on today. We're about an hour and ten in. Do you want to say anything to sign off real quick, or how um, you would do? I just want to end it with you know, and being encouragement for people struggling. I know not only in life and and not only in auto glass, but in, in just in your life alone. Like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, just keep your head up and. And get that support from whoever is close to you, a uh, family member or a friend. And if not, God, you know, seek, seek Jesus Christ because he changed my life. And uh, there's nothing better than having a relationship um, with someone in this life, man. Because going, going in this life alone is not easy. So definitely seek support and, and from your loved ones. And if not, our, our Lord Jesus Christ. And um, thank you for everyone that actually, um, you know, with gives me those positive comments on my videos or they write me emails or they call me, send me text messages. I just want to tell everyone that it means something to me and I'm grateful for, for all those positive comments or just reaching out to me and, and saying, Oh, thank you for this or whatever it is. Thank you. It means something to me. So God bless everyone. And hopefully we could, you know, raise the bar high up in our industry on how, 
we work together as a family, you know, like other trades do. Like I, I do well. I, I love welding, too. Mm-hmm. So all the other people that, you know, I, I'm in, in forums for welding, too. And, man, they, they're like a big family, man. Other, our, other trades, they're like a big family, man. And I feel like we, we're missing that in our auto blast industry. There shouldn't be so much things dividing, you know, like, oh, yeah, I use this company. I use this glue. I use the other, other glue. I, it shouldn't be that way. We should all be in here. We, we're we not all built the same. So, like, yeah, some people are going to prefer this tool over this other tool or this manufacturer over this other manufacturer of glass or this European manufacturer. Like, let's just keep it, like, normal, like mm-hmm. civilized people, you know? Like, yeah. I, I I respect what you like. I res- Please respect what I like, but don't put me down because I like this, you know? It shouldn't be that way. It, it should, should not be, like, be that way. You're right. It should not be that way. Nah. So. Nope. nope. Just want to leave it, leave it at that, man. At the end, man. Um, thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you and for being on. One. Yeah, but thank you for being on. And you know, this is going to be a good one. And I think it's going to, it pulled back the curtain a little bit. And uh, I think it's going to help a little bit of people to understand that you know we all struggle. We all have our own yeah. stories. And as long as you keep going, it's not that bad. Exactly. So. Yep. All right, man. Peace. Hey. Thank you. Thanks, Have a great day. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to us. That was Alfredo Calva of Alfredo's Autoglass. Um, Multi-world champion in the Autoglass Tech Olympics and in the windshield repair department. Um, He is... A great friend a great guy um and today's show was brought to you by drift chris and he is the pro set distributor he is uh, the number one distributor for the pro set and this is your one and only setting tool you ever need it does everything it's multi-dimensional and you can get a hold of him at uh, texas glass biz at gmail dot com or the phone number for chris is i don't have a remember guys yet but i got it coming up here man come on 830-388-3994 and t-e-x-a-s-g-l-a-s-s-b-i-z at gmail.com is the uh is the email you want to hit him up order ship within two weeks you'll get your part you'll get everything you need to know plus He's there for after support, setup, things like that. He's got videos. He's got information that you'll need. So everybody, love each other. I love you. Peace.